Good morning. I'm trying to find a way to quicken this workflow because I just press the buttons, press the buttons, press the buttons, and then I read the Bible. And, uh, yup, that's, I'm trying to make things go faster. The processes and the workflows of, of stuff. I'm trying to increase the quality of the sound, but that's hard. And all the buttons that I'm pressing, I'm trying to speed up the workflow. So, Cuyajera introduced me this concept of a funnel. A funnel is that thing in science class where it has a, it has a big mouth and then it collects something at the bottom, like a little um, reservoir of sorts. So a funnel is something that you put into the top and then it goes all throughout the long tube or whatever, the funnel, and then it goes down and then it gathers at the bottom. So there's a, that's the concept trying to be able to create a workflow so you can do what you got to do to get what you got to get and that the stuff that you're making all fits in together strategic because I, uh, I read the bible and i'm going to read the bible all the time i'm just hoping that um, hoping that it um resonates and hits and helps resonates and hits and helps let's go Welcome to the Queer Matt Podcast, where we get to eavesdrop on all things going on in the crazy, crazy mind of your youth pastor, Pastor Matt. So, without further ado, let's start listening in on all the conversations. Tune in, chime in, call in, and keep interacting with me. Love to hear your thoughts. So I'm in John 8, 1 through 20, reading Queen Matt's reading to you, the one-year Bible. So let's go. Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives. Mmm, olives. And early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught him. Came again. So it was Jesus' routine to go to the temple in the morning, people gather around him, and he teaches. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. Drama! And and when they had set her in the midst, more like threw her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. They caught her in the middle of the very act. Ugh. Drama. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, tempting him that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down. This is powerful. This is how you have that crazy supernatural wisdom. You know, your haters are coming at you, but you're also trying to defend the weak. Ooh, this is what Jesus does. Ooh, this is so good, guys. Jesus went down on the floor and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So he wasn't paying them no mind. Don't pay your haters no mind, people. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto him, He that is without sin among you, let him be the first to cast the stone at her. And then again he 
stooped down and kept writing on the floor. And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. So the eldest was the most wisest, hopefully. The oldest was the most convicted of their conscience. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted himself up, so, you know, the Jesus actually prostrated himself down onto the floor and saw no one but the woman. He said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man con- condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Guys, that's good stuff. Good stuff. That's my Jesus. Go, Jesus. Verse 12 continues to read. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. The Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself. Thy record is not true. Jesus, oh, they're still coming at him. When was this part? Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true, for I know whence I came and whether I go. But ye cannot tell whence I came and whether I go. You guys judge after the flesh. I judge no man. And yet if I judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone, but I am the Father that sent me. He knew who he was. Jesus knew that he was the Son of God. It's also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. So Jesus knew the law. And I am one that bear witness of myself. And the Father that sent me beareth witness of me. Then said they unto him, Where is thy father? Jesus answered, Ye neither know me nor my father. If you've known me, you would have known my father also. And the final verse says, These words spake Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple, and no man laid hands on him, for his hour was not yet come. Okay, the first thing I observed, fam, is that haters are going to be there forever. And sadly, but surely, the sad reality is the haters here are the church people. The haters are the church people. They kept coming at Jesus. But what does the main point Jesus said? Jesus knew who he was. He knew the law. He knew what he was supposed to do. And the most powerful part um, is that even though Jesus knows your sin. So here's a little bit of backstory. What was Jesus doing on the floor? What was Jesus doing on the floor? Um when everyone was accusing the woman that was caught in adultery. Um, Jesus was on the floor, and I don't have the spirit of prophecy, um, but it's observed and discerned that Jesus was writing the sins of those that were condemning her on the floor, on the ground. And Jesus had that supernatural insight that I don't know how detailed it was, but... He wrote stuff down 
And the Holy Spirit convicted them that I have sin. How can I kill someone or judge someone or bring someone else's dirty laundry out into the world when I have my own problems? Jesus said, there's no one that's accusing you. There's no one around you that's accusing you anymore. And why did he ask that? Man, maybe she needed some release. Maybe that's what was going on in her mind. Why would Jesus ask her, um, woman, where are the people that are accusing you? Hey, where did everybody go? <laughs> Hath no one condemned me? No one, they didn't condemn you. They didn't come at you. And so when Jesus is in your presence, uh, this is a little, you know, interesting. I'm working it out in my head. Jesus said, where are the people that are accusing you? And then she said, they're not here anymore. And I think there's something interesting there in that space. What Jesus brought to her attention, there were all these people that were flooding your headspace, negative people, gossiping people, people that weren't minding their own business, people that said, oh, you're us. A bad word. You're a bad word. And then they kept coming at her and telling her that that she was a bad word. And then, um, so so Jesus freed her up of that space. Jesus said, hey, there's nobody around here anymore. And then he said here, this is the clincher, says, look, there's no one else around. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. That's just how good that Jesus is, fam. That's just how good that Jesus is. I I thank you for reading the one-year Bible with me and uh, listening to me process my morning devotional. Um, The wrapping up points are when Jesus um, comes into your space. True, you may have done something wrong in your life and um, you're not proud of and people, maybe your parents or those around you or bullies are saying um, you're this or you're that but when Jesus comes into your life he says no more, you don't need those people around anymore, no one's accusing you actually I'm not accusing you either I accept you for who you are I know the hard difficult things that you've done Go and sin no more. And so before she could say, go and sin no more, he said, I don't condemn you. I accept you. You may have done these negative things um, and these things that were hurtful to you, but I love you and I accept you. And only in that love and acceptance was that woman able to be freed mentally from it. She have to be freed from the accusations of people around you. You have to be freed from those before you can realize I'm moving on. I'm going forward. And that thing that so easily um, beset me, that problem that I used to have in the past is no longer my problem going forward in the future. Why? 
because Jesus doesn't condemn me. And he accepts me for who I was, and he want he he took care of all the haters in my life, and he loved me, and he said, "Go forward, go into your life, now released, released from, from from your from your baggage, from the, those negative things." So, guys, um, guys and gals, today was John eight. Uh, it was um, three different stories. But we uh, realize Jesus is haters. Jesus is haters, and the haters are church people. And now we need uh, to allow for Jesus' spirit to come into our life. Every time we're studying in the morning, every time we're reading the Bible together, every time we're thinking out loud, we could do this together in community. Just two or three are gathered. And we could allow the Holy Spirit to impress our minds. And he'll impress all of our minds differently. But the joy, the joy is in doing community together. Uh, I want you guys to know that I value the Bible. And it's very important that I consistently read it. And it has uh, a factual change that the whole community can see. So if you want change in your life, if you read your Bible, pray every day, then you'll grow, grow, grow. So let's grow together, fam. Later. Welcome to the Queer Matt Podcast, where we get to eavesdrop on all things going on in the crazy, crazy mind of your youth pastor, Pastor Matt. So, without further ado, let's start listening in on all the conversations. Tune in, chime in, call in, and keep interacting with me. Love to hear your thoughts.